the Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. The Nikki Burns Show with Jenny Green. And welcome back now. There are not many tiny little acoustic clubs around the world where you're going to randomly encounter performances by the likes of Pell Natini, Ed Sheeran, Hosier, Dermot Kennedy and George Ezra. But there does exist such a club in the centre of Dublin taking place every Tuesday in Doyle's Pub. It is called the Ruby Sessions and it celebrates its 20th anniversary this year. But before we talk to one of the founders, take a little listen to this clip of Ed Sheeran taking to the tiny stage without even a microphone back in 2014. Unbelievable, that is Ed, of course, performing Sing with a very enthusiastic, starstruck crowd. And joining me now is co-founder of the Ruby Sessions, Connor Donovan. Connor, how are you? Uh, very good, thanks for having me on. Uh, thanks for coming in, long time no see. So I suppose, were you there that night? I was there. Then. You were, you I'm were there. there. Every Tuesday. I know, but I was just checking for that night in particular. And what was it like? Was it kind of, you know, obviously you, you knew it was going to be a big night, I'm sure. Yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah I knew it was going to be really nice. The weird thing about that was that was his second time playing with us, and he I'd been on to him a couple of days before, and it was all going to happen. But he was actually in Madrid that day, so we announced that we were going to have a special guest, and people were like, "Oh, I wonder if it's Ed." And then all over social, it was like, "No, it can't be him because he's in Madrid." Amazing, that's what you and want. Then maybe two hours before doors, he, he texted me and was like, "Um." Yeah, I'm sorry, just a bit delayed in Madrid here. And I was like, you're still in Madrid? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, yeah, I'll be there. So yeah, and then he rocked in whatever, two and a half hours later. So yeah, it was a really special night. It was amazing. So for anyone who doesn't know, explain the Ruby Sessions and the concept of it and where it came from. So yeah, so myself and uh, Niall Muckian uh, started the Ruby Sessions all April 13th, 1999. Mm-hmm. So nearly 20 years ago. Um, it's... An acoustic music club happens every single Tuesday upstairs in Doyle's. Four original acts play uh, each week. Um, and th- it's that's been the same uh, premise since the very start. I mean, we, we, we set up the night initially. Um, There's all these open mic nights that existed. And then back in 99, certainly pre Facebook, pre YouTube, pre Instagram, pre people kind of forget nearly pre that and how difficult it was to get your music out there and to get your performances out there. Now everything's online, but back then that that just didn't exist. Absolutely not. And we kind of felt we could slot in above, slightly above the open mics and put a bit of PR behind it, and we would book the acts well in advance. So it's not an open mic; all the acts are booked booked in advance so and the premise and ethos is exactly the same now 20 years later obviously we've grown a lot a lot a lot but it's it's still in the same room and it's still run by myself and Niall and tell us about that room because it's such a it's such an important part of the night and it's why it works and you know I've no doubt obviously people have asked you to go bigger and move it over the years and I think the room is probably what makes it so special absolutely yeah and the Ruby's would not and will not ever exist outside that room. It's there's just something magical about that room. It's small, it's intimate, it's candlelit. If people haven't been to the rooms before, where have you been? Um, <laughs> <laughs> shame on you. Um, if you haven't been before, it's uh, 
It's a small little intimate room, candlelit, red curtains. Uh, a What's wall. your kind of max capacity of there? Um, I can get about a 120 in, maybe. Okay. Um, but, like, you're up close and personal with the artist. That's why, obviously, no one needs to be mic'd or anything, because they're just there. Oh, no, no, it's all... No, it's, there's a full but, PA and it's mic'd. But Ed Sheeran wasn't mic'd that night, was Ed he? Ed did the first half of his set on the stage. Yeah. And then he unplugged and he went into the crowd and stood on a table. So that clip you played there where he's not mic'd, he's just standing on a table. That's incredible, isn't yeah. it? So when it's a 100% silent listening crowd, apart from when Ed goes, you're allowed to sing. But uh, normally it's like, you know, it's a, we have a no talking policy. So it's, uh, yeah, and, and, I, and I think I find that a lot of artists when they come in from all over the world now, uh, they say nothing like this exists where I'm from. I'm over from Australia or I'm over from Ohio or I'm over wherever. And we don't have anything like this over there. So, um, yeah, it stood the test of time. It was tough in the early days. But I'd say it was tough to get, especially get to get the word out there because now you can put a gig on. And as we said, you can put it on Twitter, you can put it on Instagram, people know about it. But when you don't have those avenues, you're kind of, how did you start out advertising? Was it just, was it notices up in places or what was it? Was you remember or? that website boards.ie? Yes, that's, still exists. Does it? Yes, it does. Yeah. 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 Well, there's probably old listings of it. That's how we used to, we used to put up the lineup every Tuesday on boards.ie. And that was it. And word of mouth. And look, yeah. like the first, it wasn't people always go or just presume that it was an instant success. But by no means at all was it. I mean, it was the first couple of years were a hard slog. And um, I, I don't think we ever got very close to saying, oh, that will be knocked on the head. But it was. Uh, did you have a couple of nights in the early days where you didn't open in the end, kind of last minute, or did that no, ever I happen? No, the acts because we'd pre-booked the acts. There was always somebody there. Yeah. Even if it was the actors playing too. And then the that. acts would kind of bring a few mates and stuff like that as well. I yeah. would imagine. But I think the 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 really special thing about this gig, apart from the music and apart from the people that you get, is is that all the money in the door goes to charity. Yet the Dublin Siren community, which I think is a fantastic thing, and does that that must enable you then to get some amazing acts that otherwise would be you know charging extortionate amounts. But people are like, well, look, if it's for charity and you're not making anything out of it, and nobody else is. Then and I'm in town. I'd love to do it. Absolutely, yeah. and that has. I mean, I think that was probably two or three key decisions that we made over the years. That was probably the most important one, um, and the one that has stood us the best over time. Because exactly, there's no way we can pay an edge here an appearance fee or a Mumford and Son appearance with 120 fee, people in a room. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, so it's been great, and 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 the Ruby Sessions. While now it is known internationally, the Ruby Sessions started off as a Dublin night in a Dublin pub, and the Dublin Simon community is a Dublin charity, and and it we've, we. Yeah, it, it, it will always go to them. Tell us about some of the acts then that, that obviously people listening there would know that started out in there that were kind of before they became big. I know obviously uh, Hosier was it was certainly one of them anyway. Yeah, Andrew was in with us before he was... The, before he was the, the, Hosier, the, the, the superstar. The juggernaut yeah. that is Andrew, uh, that is Hosier now. Um, like back in the day, Damien Rice was just a guy who used to come in and play a few s- songs every couple of months. Um and then obviously O came out in 2001 and he exploded um currently now like the the Gavin Jameses and all were just people like that used to come in the picture this all those kind of guys there was a story as well i believe about Ed Sheeran and Gavin James um when they were both in there was that the same night was Ed was Gavin James performing that's where Ed first heard Gavin and from 
as I'm led to believe, that's kind of where Gavin ended up getting his deal and everything from. Your researchers are good. Aren't they? <laughs> Were they there? Yeah. Uh, that was, uh, yeah, that was a lock-in. There was very few of us there and Gav and Ed were there and Ed, Ed, Ed me and Ed were offside having a chat and he said uh, Who, who's this uh, Gavin James everyone was talking about and I was like oh that's him over there you should hear him sing and maybe an hour or two later a guitar was going around and there was just like a lock-in kind of jam session and Gavin sang and yeah they became friends and they swapped details and then I think Ed sent a, maybe a year later sent a, a tweet out saying something like oh record labels if you're not paying attention to this guy pay attention at, now at Gavin, and so. I presume obviously you know it's a small room so Ga- Gavin knew that Ed was there and Gavin w- had f- was flying home from gig in London so missed Ed's show right but texted me and was like can you get me in after because I just have to meet him so I did because I just wonder it must be nerve wracking for him even getting up performing in front of him knowing you know that kind of way you always feel that with people absolutely absolutely but I mean Gav can sing, so yeah. So no bother to him. <laughs> no bother. Do it in his sleep. So tell us, um, is there any big plans now for the for the anniversary for the twentieth? So the, the actual anniversary is April thirteenth, which I think this year falls on a Saturday. So we'll probably myself and Niall might go out and not run a gig that night and have our own little celebration. But um, we have some very very special nights planned throughout the course of two thousand nineteen. We're not pinning ourselves down to one night. Okay. There's some uh, a lot of returning acts from our Wall of Fame, uh, a lot of big, big names. Some of them me and you have mentioned today are coming back this year. Um, anyone you'd still love to get that you haven't managed to just yet? Is there anyone who's on the, the dream list? Paul Simon. <gasps> Noel Gallagher. <laughs> okay. If you uh, get Paul Simon, will you just text me in advance? I won't put it out anywhere and I'll, sure. I'll be there. Sure. I'll be there with bells on. <laughs> yeah, I'll wait till you, you're off air and then I'll text you. Text me that, exactly. Uh, Connor Donovan, uh, thank you so much for coming into us. The Ruby Sessions, of course, takes place every Tuesday in the intimate setting of Doyle's College Street in Dublin and all proceeds going to charity. So even regardless of the anniversary, make sure you get in and check it out because it is a very special evening to behold. Thank you. The Nikki Byrne Show with Jenny Green.